Welcome to Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff, where we interview newsmakers, storytellers, and all-around interesting people. Sit back, relax, uh, unless you're driving, and enjoy the show. Here's Jackson. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jackson Huff. This is Not in a Huff. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Another great one for you. A little bit different than normal. Um, I am speaking with two people this week, um, and they are cosplayers. Now, let me tell you why I decided uh, to reach out to a few people to speak with. Um, I'm going to talk about it to to both of them, but in Indianapolis, where I live, um, there is a big convention called Gen Con. If you're listening to this and, and know very much about cosplay and all that kind of stuff, you may have already heard about it, but for those who don't, um, Gen Con, it is called General Convention. It's like board games and a lot of cosplayers, things like that. I've actually never been, but it's a huge thing. Um, it happens every year, and you know, I think like seventy thousand people come. But every year, I've always seen you know these people that are dressed up in all these intricate costumes from you know games, video games, board games, comic books, things like that. All really, really cool costumes. And I always wondered. How did people get into that? Um, I know there's some really famous, like Instagram people that do cosplay and have you know thousands and thousands of followers, um, and and spend hours making their costumes. I just kind of looked into it and I saw this is a really cool thing. Um, so I wanted to kind of hear more from cosplayers. Um, so this doesn't get dive too deep into it, other than just let's let's learn a little bit about cosplay and and why people decide to you know spend their time and and money on on creating these costumes. I think it's a really uh, interesting thing. So in order to kind of really cover the topic completely, I'm talking to two people, um, Allie, which goes by Chidori Sour, and then Alexandria, which goes by Idol Sasha. Um, Chidori Sour, she is from the United States. She lives on the West Coast. And then um, Idol Sasha, she actually lives in the United Kingdom, um, but she is from Bulgaria. So I think it was a Really cool to have a perspective from, from two different people from two very different areas, both doing cosplay. Um, I think you're going to see from both of them that you know, even though one is doing things in Bulgaria and one of them is doing things here in the United States, they're all very similar and said almost some of the same things. So I thought it was really interesting to hear. Both were really, really friendly. I enjoyed speaking with them. Um, without further ado, here is my interview um, with Chidori Sour, and then we'll follow it up with Idol Sasha. Allie, thanks so much for joining me. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. Yeah. Again, thanks for being here. If we could, obviously, kind of the overarching reason that I brought you on was to talk about you know, your your cosplay and the world behind that. But if you would tell us just a little bit about yourself outside of outside of cosplay. Sure. I have a bachelor's in music, uh, so I got my degree in singing, which is cool, um, but I kind of took my creative energy and put it into cosplay, so I don't so much sing anymore, um, but I do that. Uh, I just got a job, which is exciting, selling sewing machines, so uh-huh. that's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's what I spend most of my time doing. I love Dungeons & Dragons. Um, I DM and I play. So I really like that, and I have a very cute dog. So yeah. that's yeah, that's what it. What kind of dog do you have? He's like a black lab mix, 
He's uh like ten months old. He's very cute. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, the the mixed dogs are the best. I have a an Irish Terrier mix. He's nine years oh. old, so he's he's getting up there, but he's still he's still pretty cool. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess one of the questions I was going to ask you before we got into it was, you know, whether you did have, I guess, a, a day job, and it sounds like you do selling sewing machines. I think you're the first person I've ever met that sells sewing machines. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, so let's kind of just jump right into it. For those who don't know, because obviously there's, there's a wide variety of different people who listen to this. So people who don't know, what, what is cosplay? So cosplay is essentially – just dressing up in costumes uh the words are costume play so um it's commonly in like animes but people from all different fandoms do it like marvel and dc and even did like disney princesses and there you can do it for really any fandom now and it's a lot more popular now than it used to be yeah so what what got you involved in it i had a friend who was doing it um a friend from college and I wanted to spend more time with her. So I was like, oh, I'll cosplay from Naruto with you. And I went to a convention with her and I dressed up and I had like, I had so much fun and I thought it was so cool and so creative. So I just kept doing it. And like, now I do it all the time. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I'll tell you, the reason that I guess got me interested in, in talking to somebody in this world is, I don't know if I mentioned it to you or not, but I live in Indianapolis, Indiana, and there's a big convention here, Gen Con, that there's a oh, ton yeah. of ton of cosplay people. So every year, you know, I, I see a ton of them around. They're in the mall. They're everywhere. And <laughs> used to, I mean, if we're being honest, when I was a kid, I used to think, this is kind of strange. These people are kind of strange. And then I realized these people look like they're having a lot of fun. I feel, feel like I'm probably the, the goopy one here because they're the ones that are having fun here. So, um, I mean, that, that's kind of what, what uh, I, I guess made me interested in just hearing a little bit more about, you know, the cosplay world because I do know that I, there's a, there is a lot to it. Um, so I, I guess the, the next question about it would be, I, I noticed that you mentioned or the, on your, your Instagram about, um, like making your costumes is it, I, I know you do that and you sell sewing machines so that's perfect but is, is that does most people make their own or is there you know is there shops that people are buying them from or how does that normally work so it's a whole variety and the cool thing about it is it can be as much of an investment as you want it to be so if you just want to go buy a Halloween costume and wear that to the convention if you just want to buy a spider-man suit that's totally valid um, and that's totally cosplay because you're dressing up and you're having fun. And if you want to go make your own costume, which is what I do, because I find it more fulfilling that way. I like to look at a completed thing and be like, I made that. So if you want to do that, that's totally fine. You can do a mix of the two. You can make your costume, but buy your sword or like whatever you feel comfortable with. It's all cosplay. So are, is, is everyone in, in this world, I guess that chill about it or is there people that are snobs <laughs> like if you don't make your own costume it doesn't count there's some people that are snobs for sure um and think <laughs> that making your own costume is better yeah i mean like anything there are snobs yeah. but i like to think most people <laughs> are chill with it yeah well that's a good thing then i would i would assume you know if most people are making their own costumes and and all the the things that go into it because those the costumes are definitely intricate yeah, I would assume it's kind of an is expensive hobby. Is that right? 
Yeah, yeah. So there there are ways to make it cheaper, of course. And like one thing I really like to do is I like to buy like sheets and stuff from thrift stores. And then I use that as fabric instead. So that mm. so saves some money. But um, I mean, there's like, depending on what you want to do, sewing machines are expensive. And then like, if you're going to make props, you can get a Dremel, but that's expensive. Or you could get a heat gun, but that's a little more expensive. So it it can definitely be an expensive hobby. Yeah. So, so how long does it normally take to, to make a costume? Obviously, everyone is probably different, but, but how long does it normally take you to, to get one made? Um, I like to do it fast because I get like I get an idea and I get excited about it. So like mm-hmm. I try it. Sometimes I do costumes in like a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially there's a thing where everybody, well, lots of people procrastinate. So right before a convention, you and your friends will be in the hotel room, like still sewing or still hot gluing. And like, Mm -hmm. we call it con crunching. Um, And I actually think it's very fun. It can be stressful. So like, some people like swear off it and don't do it at all. But you can do costumes that fast. You can spend months doing costumes. Like one time I talked to this girl who had this beautiful Elsa coronation dress that she had hand beaded. Mm. And it it took her two years, she said, which is crazy, but it was so gorgeous. So it can be like as long as years. It can be a week, it can be a day even sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So do you travel to a lot of conventions? You're talking about these, this convention, what's it, con crunching? How many conventions? <laughs> obviously, obviously, no one's doing a lot of traveling right now, but generally, how, how yeah. much do you travel for, for these conventions? Well, I used to live in Los Angeles, and there are a lot of conventions down there, so I didn't have to travel too much, but I've definitely gone um, in Atlanta, Georgia. There's a convention called Dragon Con, and it's like a week long. It's a huge convention. It's very fun, so I traveled to that. Um, There are a couple. I live in Washington now, so there are a couple in Washington, so I won't have to travel too much, but I try and go to as many as I can, uh, like, I don't know, maybe like five a year if I can swing it. <laughs> yeah. So, so once you're at a convention, I mean, with, with Gen Con here, it's mainly like a gaming convention. So there's all kinds of board games <laughs> and stuff like that. What are, what are most of these conventions you're going to? Like once you're there, what are you doing? Are you just showing everyone your costume or is there, what, what, it, what exactly is the convention all about? So the, I've gone to like big conventions and little conventions. So like anime expo is like, one of the biggest anime conventions it's in Los Angeles usually in like July Um, and there are tons of things for different people so there are panels like any convention there are panels there's a like merch there's a like an artist merch area Um, but what I usually end up doing is I hang out with my friends and we all cosplay together sometimes we cosplay from the same things we we like to meet photographers and shoot and some we don't usually go to panels that's not something we like I personally feel really drawn to um but we really like the artists it's called artist alley where all the artists display their work and you can buy like some of these posters behind me um you can buy some gorgeous art so we really like to do that as well yeah so I I guess how much is like I get role playing in cosplay. Are you guys in these costumes and, and acting like the, the characters or, or not really? Not really. Um, there are certain characters that people really get into, like Spider-Man is one, like people will run around and be Spider-Man and you can totally do that. Uh, we, 
we usually don't do it unless like sometimes if you're meeting like a little kid they're very excited so mm -hmm. sometimes you might do that in character um i know i have a glinda from wicked cosplay and that one little girl's love so i try and not necessarily in character but like be very friendly and nice and like tell them i like their princess dress too kind of thing yeah but uh I do, we do try and be in character for like photo shoots more. That's more our, that kind of thing. I gotcha. So is, is it something that, you know, you, you mentioned that you have this costume and that, you know, when, when kids see it, that they, uh, I guess, uh, you know, they're drawn to it. Do you wear costumes more than once? Or is it one thing like, you know, I, I wore it to this convention and I'm done with it. <laughs> uh, it totally depends on the costume. Uh, there are some costumes I've worn, worn more than once, and especially like that, the Glinda one, it's all hand sequined, so like that took a long time, so I really want to show it off, so mm -hmm. I wear that one a couple times. There are some costumes I wear that I'm like not very into, so I don't wear them again, but yeah, so it, it depends on the costume. A lot, I like doing groups with my friends, so like if mm -hmm. we're doing the group again, I'll wear it again, mm -hmm. but it totally it depends, it varies. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. So is, is it mainly just, you, you just dress up when you're going to conventions? I don't know whether, I mean, we, I play board games. So obviously we have game nights. Do you ever just decide you all your friends, you guys are going to get dressed up in the, in these costumes or how does it work? Or is it just kind of a, a convention focused thing? Uh, conventions are like, like almost always we dress up and go and they're like a formal thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we might, we have photographer friends too. So we'll get together with a photographer friend and set up a day to like dress up and stuff or just like, like I know the last bookstore in LA, we were talking about planning dressing up and going there. Cause it's like a cool background and stuff. Mm. Um, but we don't, we don't really, my friend group at least doesn't like just dress up and go out. I I've seen people do it. Like I think especially like have a TikTok. Um, mm. and I've seen people on TikTok, they'll like go to a restaurant and cosplay, which like just chill. Why not? You dress yeah. up, have fun. Right. But yeah, we mostly do it to get pictures and then post the pictures. So is, you know, you mentioned that you, you dress up as Glenda and another character. Is it mostly creating, I guess, characters that already exist or are people ever making their own, you know, characters up or is it, is it mostly like actual somebody that's already out there in the world? Yeah, for me, I usually like to do characters that already exist. Um, I don't feel as confident designing things myself, so I'd rather recreate something that I see. I have a friend who really likes designing stuff, and she cosplays, like, her own D&D characters mm. and stuff, so people do that. Um, and I know on TikTok it's very popular to do your original characters, whether it's, like, I think there's, like, a cyberpunk kind of one going around right now, but there was, like, a mob one, and so... People do a lot of that as well. I personally don't feel like I'm creative in that way. So I'd rather recreate an existing character. So I know you also, you mentioned earlier that basically cosplaying is costume play. So it really can be dressing up as, as anything, but what are people mainly dressing up as with cosplay? Is it, you know, anime people? Is it um, comic books and video games? I mean, I don't really see a lot of, people in these things dressed as Abraham Lincoln in Connick cosplay. So I just wonder exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. His history, historical figures are a lot less popular. Yeah. Um, anime is really popular. And right now 
Danganronpa is very popular, but it, and it varies on the convention. So like Anime Expo, there are a lot of anime cosplays, but like Comic-Con, there are a lot more comic cosplays. And then mm-hmm. Star Wars Celebration is another big convention that happens. And then that's mm-hmm. a lot of Star Wars heavy cosplay. So it, it I mean, like any thing, there are all these like smaller little sections of it. Right. So what, what, what section do you find yourself in? Or do you not want to be, um, you don't want to be pegged into one section? <laughs> uh, I, I've like kind of found myself in like Critical Role is a D&D podcast. Mm. And I have done a lot of costumes from that. So uh, that's kind of the section I'm in right now, I guess. Mm. Um, it's, it ends up being just whatever I like. So sometimes video games, sometimes anime. Like my name is from a is a Naruto reference, so that like I like Naruto and stuff. But right now it's very D and D. I think is my little corner, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you, I, I forgot to even kind of talk about your name. So your your you, your real name is Allie, but what is? Tell us exactly how to pronounce your your cosplay name. <laughs> so my cosplay like handle is. Chidori Sour. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a pun. So Naruto Sasuke learns this move called Chidori, and it's like a lightning move. Um, but the word itself just means like birds chirping. So I took that word, and Midori Sour is just, a, it's a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I replaced Midori with Chidori. So it was like anime, but it was a pun because I like puns. So there you that's go. What my name. <laughs> you could tell that I knew nothing about it because when I was trying to set this up, that's mainly what I was calling you because I didn't know what you. I mean, obviously the the handle was Chidori, so I thought, hey, maybe she just got an interesting name. So. Yeah. No, and a lot of people, some people do their like name as their handle. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll just be like Ali Cosplays, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are other people who do like puns, or I know there's a really popular cosplayer. Um. OMG cosplays. That's just like just the name she picked. So your handle, it's, a, it's like a gamer tag. It can be whatever you want. Anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, I guess what, you know, we're talking about your Instagram. That's how I, I found you. I was looking for different cosplayers just because I wanted to talk to somebody about it because I, I just didn't, it's a world that I don't know too much about. So what made you create an Instagram? Did you create an Instagram specifically for your cosplay or is it your Instagram that just kind of turned into cosplay? Cause that's what you're into. Uh, I, at first it was like my personal Instagram, but then I was like, you know what, maybe I'm annoying my family who didn't sign <laughs> up for this. So I made a side one and I was like, if this is the content that you like, you can follow this. Yeah. So I made a separate one just cause I didn't want to like, push people into that no i, I guess it. i get it so it, which one is is more heavily followed oh definitely the cosplay one that's the one i spend the most time on like i don't think i've checked my personal one in like months so in your area you said that you're in in, in washington um is there a large cosplay community i mean you you mentioned that you've got some some friends that are into it but is there you know a, a large network of, of people around there i guess how do you find people other than at conventions which may be the answer but how do you find other people that are, are interested in the same the same thing here uh conventions are the biggest way so i moved up here in july so i haven't been to any conventions up here there are a couple i know there's emerald city comic-con and i think there's one soccer con 
So there are two big conventions that happen. So when they open up again, I'll meet people through there. Um, other than that, a lot of cosplayers in their little bio, they'll say they're like area. Mm -hmm. So I've found some cosplayers that are like, oh, Pacific Northwest or Seattle based or whatever. So mm -hmm. I find people that way too. But conventions are the biggest because you'll meet someone and you'll talk to them and you'll be like, oh, I live around here. Oh, me too. And then especially if you're cosplaying from the same thing, you'll be like, we should meet up and do a shoot or something like that. Yeah. So you, I mean, you, you mentioned that you used to live in Los Angeles then you moved to Washington. Normally it goes the other way around. Everyone's always trying to get to Los Angeles. So what, <laughs> what, uh, what made you move to Washington? Was it, was it sewing machines? <laughs> no. Um, my fiance wanted to get a graduate degree in teaching. Okay. So he liked the program up here. And we both kind of didn't like Los Angeles. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, let's go. Because uh, we hated the traffic and we didn't, it's so hot. So it like not costly related at all, but we just kind of felt like we wanted to change and moved up here. So yeah. how, <laughs> how welcoming is the community? Somebody listening to this and be like, you know what, that's something that I've been interested in. How easy is it going to be for them to, I guess, just be accepted and, and join a group? Uh, I think it's pretty easy. It's like, especially going to a convention, if you're wearing a costume, it's like a built-in icebreaker. Because yeah. you can go up to someone, even if you're wearing the same costume and be like, oh, hey, same hat. Um, or you, you can just be like, I love this character and I love your portrayal of them. Like, it's, I think it's a really easy way to start conversations because I'm not I'm not super outgoing so I'm not the kind of person who's just gonna like go and be like you like anime me too but yeah. if someone is cosplaying a character I really love or if I think they did like an amazing job I'll go tell them and we might talk and like we might decide to do a shoot later or like meet up at a different convention or something so I think it's I mean there are there are of course people who are snobs about it mm -hmm. but uh I think in general, most people are really accepting and really excited to talk about their costumes. So I think it's pretty easy to get in and talk about it. No, that makes sense. I mean, I, I think in, in life period, when, when you get someone talking about something that they're passionate about, it's always a, a good icebreaker. So no, and they're literally, you can see what they're passionate about as what they're wearing. So that's, <laughs> yeah. a, so that's a, a big thing. So I guess, what, how do you see your, your future in, in cosplay is it just going to be another uh, kind of a uh, side side thing that you go to a couple conventions around the pacific northwest do you want to travel more with it you know is there is there certain costumes that you're still dreaming about making just tell us a little bit about your future in it um i want to keep it part of my life for as long as i can uh it's a really good creative expression for me so it, it's something that brings me a lot of joy and has for like several years. Mm -hmm. So I want to keep it in my life as much as possible. Um, I, I'm using it since I moved away from a lot of my friends. It's, mm -hmm. it's a good way for me to still stay connected with them. So I can like go down to conventions in Los Angeles and see them again, even though I live up here in Washington now. Mm -hmm. So it's a good way to stay connected with my friends. And I'm always learning new things from it and learning new techniques and making cosplays. So like, I like that my craftsmanship gets better, I guess. So for the future, I guess I want to keep it around and improve my skills. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, you said that you want to, you want to keep it in your life as long as possible. Are there people, 
I mean, I guess the the ones that I've seen, which I've not seen all that many really, are younger younger people. Um, do you see older mm -hmm. people doing it? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's of course not as common, but there are, there are some like people in their like forties, especially in the Star Wars cosplay community, which mm -hmm. is interesting. Um, but they're really into like the accuracy of costumes, and they'll they'll go and they'll tell you exactly what every costume is made out of and like what brand of shoes the characters are wearing. Um, so there, I find that more in the Star Wars cosplay community. There's this older couple, I think they're called the cosplaying grandparents. I forget oh, exactly, that's but cool. they do like, they do couple grandparent cosplays and they're so cute. That is So cool. it's not, it's not as common, but yeah, people of all ages cosplay. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. You've been, you've been great, but I, I want to kind of ask you for people who are listening. Um, obviously they, they, most people are going to be listening to this and not see you. So if, if they're listening and like, what is, what was this all about? Let me see what she's even got going. Um, how, how can they connect with you? Yeah, I have an Instagram, a Twitter and a TikTok, And my handle on all of them is Chidori Sour with a period. So C H I D O R I period sour. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's where they can find me and see the kind of stuff I make. I got you. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's been a, a, a treat. Like I mentioned, just wanted to, to talk to somebody who, who's in that world. Uh, I don't know too much about it. So you've mm -hmm. been a, you've been a great help and just kind of learning just a little bit about cosplay, what it, what it, what it is and, and why people are so passionate about it. So it, it's been really a, a fun time to talk with you. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's, as you said, fun to talk about something you're passionate about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hope you enjoyed that and got a little bit more about cosplay if you didn't already know it. So that's the U.S. perspective. Um, really, really cool. I'm, I'm really kind of very interested in, in cosplay and, and I don't know whether it's something that I would necessarily do, but I, I just see a lot of passion in it and a, a cool community. So I think it's a, it's a really cool thing. Um, so let's, let's get the perspective from someone um, from Europe and, and specifically from Bulgaria. She's got a little bit more of a different perspective even though a lot of things she's going to say is similar she also um, does cosplay in competitions um, so so let's talk to idol Sasha I am here today with Sasha who is um, a cosplayer so how are you today Sasha I'm fine thank you very much how are you I'm doing well I'm doing well so obviously we're going to get all into cosplay and, and what that means if you would tell us a little bit about yourself outside of uh, the cosplay realm. Well, outside of the cosplay, uh, cosplay realm, I am a university student in my final year. I do international business and Japanese. Hmm. I currently live in Leeds, which is in Yorkshire in the UK. And life's a lot of fun. Well, very good. Very good. So you said, well, I mean, what, what is your goals with, with your degree? You said something about it being in, in Japanese and, and what else? Uh, it's business and Japanese. So it's, we call it joint honors. I think in the U.S. you call it double major, uh -huh. I think. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. It's a bit more focused than um, U.S. degrees are as far as I know. But it's, it's nice. Um, I'm in that position as a final year student where I'm not really sure what's happening <laughs> in a few months time. 
but we'll get there. I'm just trying to do the best I can with what we have currently. So. Yeah, yeah. It always is a scary time right before you graduate to know exactly what's what's happening next. But it normally does work out pretty well. Obviously, I graduated not in a uh, in a pandemic time, but uh, hopefully, hopefully this will be behind us pretty soon. So you said that you're you're in the UK. You're not originally from the UK. Where are you originally from? Oh, I'm originally from Bulgaria, which is southeastern Europe, right right next to Greece. Yeah. That, yeah. So nice Very little country. Good. Very good, yeah. So it, let, let's kind of get into to some of the cosplay part. It, let, I mean, let's just start at the very beginning. And what exactly is cosplay to you? It's my favorite hobby, really. Um, it's, a, it's something I've been doing for a pretty long time now. So I started when I was 15, um, 22. So do the maths. It's a lot. It's a lot of time. Um, it's just something that's always helped me unwind and kind of connect to my geekier passions and uh, also I picked up a few really cool skills along the way like sewing making props even makeup that improved with it so it's really just like something I enjoy doing in my free time something I enjoy connecting to other people through and a nice slow way to engage with my fandom my fun yeah. stuff that I like to do outside of business in Japanese a lot of anime comes from Japan right so did you being into cosplay kind of make make you go towards that that double major in in japanese and business there's, i mean there's a lot of there, there's a lot of people sorry there's a lot of people in the united states that i guess kind of they have this like i don't i don't want to say obsession but they're just very interested in japanese very passionate yeah. i don't know i don't know if that's uh, something that, that you see over in, in europe or not um yeah there's certainly uh a big amount of people who are really into Japanese culture, modern or otherwise, but um, I don't necessarily cosplay from Japanese things very often. For some reason, I've always cosplayed more like Western games mm. um, or fantasy stuff, but that doesn't mean I don't like anime. I used to watch it a lot, but I guess it, this, it wasn't like the deciding factor in my degree choice, I wouldn't say. I just really appreciate the language and the culture, and I am a language nerd because, yeah. yeah, foreign languages are cool, so... So obviously you you speak English. We're we're speaking that now. I assume you yeah. speak you know Bulgarian. So do you yeah. speak you speak Japanese as well? Yeah, I do. What else? Anything else? Um, my dad's Russian, so I speak a bit of Russian. Yeah. Um, and I learned German in high school. Can't say I'm very confident in my German skills, but I can order something at the airport at least. So there's that. But really, like where my strong points are is probably like English, Japanese, Bulgarian, of course. Yeah. The others are like, they're there, but they're not my strong points. <laughs> uh, is Bulgarian, is it very similar at all to Russian? I know those are kind of all in the... It's a Slavic language. Yeah. Um, it's different. Um, so Bulgarian is a, I think it's a South Slavic. Um, it's different in its grammatical structure. Some of the vocab is similar, but a lot of it is not. Um, pronunciation is very different. Um, no cases, which is good, I guess, if you're a language learner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the script is the same. It's both Cyrillic, so there's there's overlap. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So my my goal and and the issue with with all this, I'm going to try to s stick with asking you cosplay questions. But you know what what I'm actually more you know, into myself is travel and things like that. And I've not been to Bulgaria. So I am, I am a little interested in that too. 
Uh, but if, if we could, let's talk again about cosplay and maybe the differences you see, if there is any, um, between, um, you know, cosplay here in the United States and, and, and Europe or, or anywhere else. Because I know, like I told you, the other people that I've talked to uh, that do cosplay are, um, you know, based in the United States. So I don't know whether there's, there's much of a difference or not. Um, well, the first thing is Bulgaria is very small. So um, where I'm from, it's the capital city, it's Sofia. So mm -hmm. there's, there's a few cosplayers. When I started out in 20, was it, what was it, 13? Oh, that's a long time ago. When I started out, there weren't that many people. There were probably like, what, 50 to 70 competitors at like any given masquerade at like a big event. But now it's like in the hundreds, people are like, really getting into it and many more people are trying to become cosplayers but still it's nothing compared to like mcm london which is just insane um the first time i went there was actually 2019 right before COVID times <laughs> and it was just this out of this world amazing experience there's so many people amazingly diverse and there's so many fan meets for specific things so i'm really into dungeons and dragons and a show called Critical Role. So I loved meeting so many Critical Role fans that I never could have met if I were like at a small event back home where there's probably like a couple thousand people, but nowhere yeah. near the scale of... So I'm assuming it's the same in the US because the US is quite a big country. I've never been myself, but right. <laughs> I'm assuming right. it's very big. Yeah, when you say 70 or 80 people, that, yeah, I'm sure it was a, sh a shock just because, I mean, you know, I, given... The, I don't know a lot about cosplay, but the reason that I, I wanted to reach out to, to those who, who do it is here where I'm from in the United States, Indianapolis, Indiana, we have a big convention. It's, it's a gaming convention and cosplay called Gen Con, General Convention. And it, uh, you know, throughout my whole childhood, I saw all these people all dressed up and, and you know, having fun and doing all that kind of stuff. They kind of take over the, the city. And every year they have about 90,000 people. So I would, it, it, yeah. def definitely uh, pretty, a lot more, <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not even the, you know, the biggest ones there's, you know, LA PopCon. I don't remember. There's, there's a bunch uh, of them that are even bigger. San Diego, I think is very San big. San Diego is a big one for sure. Too. These are these like legendary conventions that as a, as a fan from a smaller country you hear about, you're like, Oh yeah, I know about this, like this big comic con somewhere in the States, but yeah. like realistically, like you wouldn't be able to go in anywhere like soon. But MCM London is, I think one of the biggest we have in Europe. Yeah. Um, and that was a blast. And once the situation permits. I would love to see more of like what your past offer about cosplay and the like. Um, and yeah, I am headed towards a big international competition in May uh, and it's going to be in Lisbon. So I'm mm. interested to see what Portugal has to offer in terms of a cosplay scene. So that's, it's all yeah. fun. Yeah. Have you, I can get there. <laughs> have you been to, to Lisbon before? No, I haven't. It's going to be my first time and I'm going to be representing Bulgaria at a, international competition that's so awesome <laughs> that's gonna be a fun experience <laughs> so if you would um you know you, you talked about how cosplay has has allowed you to to help your sewing skills kind of leads into the next question do you make a lot of your own costumes yeah i make most of them but i've only really bought one cosplay before and that was when i was living in japan um, mm -hmm. for my year abroad and i can really bring all my sewing equipment and the like so i just mm -hmm. got one 
off of AliExpress and I was like, sure, let's take some photos here. I'm in Japan. Why not? But mm-hmm. my normal like go-to procedures, like I get the fabrics, I make the patterns, I saw the costumes or like if I'm making armor, same, same thing. I get the plastic or like the EVA foam mm-hmm. and we go from there. I, I enjoy this whole like creative process from, from like from pattern and sketch to the final product. I find it very, I don't know, satisfying to see the thing come together. <laughs> yeah. And it's that- also way cheaper than commissioning. So. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. So is that a big thing, you know, there as far as wanting to make your own costume? Cause other people that I, I've talked to, um, you know, they, they've mentioned how there's almost a stigma, you know, behind people who don't make their own costumes and people that do, you know, the people who make their own are the, are the real cosplayers and the other ones are, are pretenders. So the funny thing I, I've, everyone that I've talked to have all admitted to buying one costume, just one. So I don't know if that's like the, the number that you're allowed to, to say or, or, or if everyone's really just bought one. <laughs> well, I know for sure that I only bought one, but even <laughs> if I bought more, I don't think that would make me any less of a cosplayer. No, I don't, I don't um, think so either. So, and yeah, the whole point is just like to enjoy yourself. So however you get your costume, like just have fun with it. It doesn't really matter as long as you enjoy it. Right. No, that's my opinion. And and that's what everyone that I've talked to has has said. I'm sure the people that are you know super stuck up about it, they're not going to come on and on this podcast and and talk to somebody who's not knows nothing about it. I, I, I mean, from my understanding, and the you know the the thing that I think makes cosplay probably a cool thing is it is a community. You know, there's a lot of people that are are into cosplay that maybe aren't as extroverted and they're a little bit more introverted they're a little bit more kind of you know into into certain things and cosplay allows them to to go and find other people that are into that talk about hey your costume is really cool and allows you to talk to people that you may not already do so that's kind of what i've gathered from my interviews that it's it really helps people just become a a community doing things that they enjoy and there's that's that's always an awesome thing Definitely. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite things about cosplaying is like that moment before you get up on stage, because back home in Bulgaria, most people who are like really into cosplay, they perform on stage as well. And so like once you're in your costume backstage and you're just like chatting with everyone and you're helping them like get ready and it's just like the, the nicest feeling in the world. It's so nice. And I've met so many friends that way. It's just a really lovely memory. Yeah. So you've mentioned, you know, about competitions. That's not something I've talked to anyone about before. So are you, what exactly is a, is a cosplay competition? It's like the best costume or you're, you're going to Lisbon and, and representing all of Bulgaria. So I'm, I'm interested to see exactly what this representation is going to be. Um, depends on the cosplay contest. There's different ones. Um, there's craftsmanship, which is just like how well you made your costume compared to the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also stage performance, so or it could be a combination of both. Like so a certain number of points would be given to you for like a good stage performance, or a certain number of points would be given to you for like a well-crafted costume. Uh, I know that in some bigger uh, at some bigger conventions, there could be like separate categories for like armor or sewing stuff like this. And yeah, for Bulgaria, that's the one I have the most experience with. It's uh, usually separated into like um, hobbyist level competition and like I want to represent my country internationally. <laughs> like it's the two kind of categories, but mm-hmm. um, people often like switch sides anyway. It's not like if you're a serious cosplayer, you're only like 
go to those competitions. It's very relaxed. Mm -hmm. um, and so the whole idea is that like you make your cosplay, um, you would usually have some sort of booklet with like progress pictures or something to like explain your your craftsmanship and it will be required from you to like make the whole thing yourself for like the vast majority of the pieces yourself. So that's, I think the only place where like whether you made the costume or not actually matters. Like if you're applying for a craftsmanship competition, otherwise it doesn't really make any difference. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so you go to the convention, um, you put your costume on and you enter a room with a panel of judges uh, who are all probably really, really good cosplayers. Um, some of them might be from a different country. And yeah, you tell them about your costume. It's really nice. Sometimes it can be a bit like nerve wracking, but <laughs> especially if they're like your cosplay idols that you've been looking up to mm. like your whole cosplay life. But it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a different your life. Whole cosplay life. I like, I like that. So what, <laughs> what exactly you said stage, what did you say? You want, you're judged on your stage performance or yeah. does that just mean like how well that you explain things? Or are you actually like performing? No, no, no. And you perform in front of people at the what convention. Do you, what do you do? What are you doing performing? Well, you can do a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I have uh, some friends who are really good at skits. So like making stuff funny, making like a little, um, I don't know, theater performance, if you will. Mm in character maybe in a group sometimes oftentimes in a group it's very fun um you could also make it more serious or like make it more theatrical you could evolve dancing special effects for my last thing that i want <laughs> i uh wrote a song in character mm. so like i i recorded the audio for it and then like because you can't really sing it live because the audio might mess up and a bit risky but if you record it ahead of time it's fine and that's what i did so i i wrote the song like recorded the performance and then like have my choreography on stage with my little like background whatever graphics and it was fun and yeah yeah so are you a good singer i will not ask you to sing but are you a good singer <laughs> thank you um <laughs> i'm I, it's not my greatest strength i was in acapella in high school um, mm -hmm. But I wouldn't like call myself a singer or a performer necessarily. I just do it sometimes for fun, sometimes not, in cosplay. But yeah, you're not going to represent uh, Bulgaria in in uh, cosplay Eurovision. Eurovision or something. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I mean, we all know that it's very colorful there. Yeah. <laughs> cosplay wouldn't be too out of place, but it's not for me, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. So. You know, you, you talked about going to these competitions and going to conventions. Is that generally the only time that, I guess, cosplay happens? Or do you have, you know, cosplay nights with your, your friends? Or, or what, what gets you to actually put on all of the, the costume and the makeup? Is it just something very special going somewhere? Um, for me, it's usually an event that I would go to or a specific photo shoot that I might have arranged with friends. Um, I know that some people just put cosplay on for fun or like for social media because I'm not very active on social media because I don't just don't have the time for it right now but if you're really like looking to build your following you would get into cosplay like maybe a couple times a week take mm -hmm. some pictures yeah really whatever whatever you enjoy and also depends on the type of cosplay like I guess I wouldn't put on a full suit of armor just to hang out with some friends because that's painful you must um, have 
you have some tough friends if you got to wear armor to be around. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if I guess if it's a comic book character with a with a more comfortable costume or just something more casual, sure, why not? Maybe there's like a birthday party you would go to. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone does their own thing, kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So, w with you, do you always? Um, cosplay a, a certain character that already exists? Do you ever make your own characters or, or how does that work? Um, for competitions, you would have to cosplay a canon character from an established piece of media. So for me, it's usually like a character that already exists. But because mm -hmm. I really got into Dungeons and Dragons a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. I've been meaning to like make a costume out of my own original character as well at some point just for fun. I probably won't be able to enter it into a competition, but it's so nice. So is is this hobby is it a, an expensive hobby you know you you've got to create your own costumes you said that buying them and having them made you know is really expensive so what about the you know the way that that you do it is it an expensive hobby for you i mean i i come from a place of privilege in that i can't afford to buy materials and like do whatever i want i'm just lucky in that regard but it is an mm -hmm. expensive hobby um i think it's a bit less expensive in eastern europe compared to the uk mm -hmm. in terms of just like the price of raw materials but that makes sense because of difference in the cost of living right. but i think that if you know where to buy your materials from you can make it on a budget certainly and also lots of cosplayers use thrift stores mm. and like alter clothing instead of making everything from scratch which is, which is also a great way both for the planet it's very nice for the planet and it's light on the pocket as well so for me i just go to a fabric store buy my fabrics go home yeah so how often do you actually you you said that most of the time you're in, when you do cosplay it's it's going to conventions but how often do you you know get dressed up and take these pictures for Instagram. Cause I know you said that you're not super into social media, but you know, I've looked at your Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that some of them are, are staged pictures. So. Yeah. All of them are, I think all of them, but a couple are actual pictures from a photo shoot. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm again, I'm very lucky in the, that I have friends who are photographers, friends who mm -hmm. study photography and the like. Mm -hmm. So for me, sometimes it's as easy as, hey, friend, can we can we have a little photo shoot like in two weeks time or something? So, yeah, it's all about when everyone's available and if anyone's interested in the project. Yeah. So for people who don't know too much about cosplay um, and just, you know, created their own perceptions, what, what are some common misperceptions you've, you may have heard about cosplay and cosplayers that that you want to debunk? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, I haven't met anyone who's been like outwardly hostile or like very, I don't know, prejudiced against cosplayers, but. Well, I hope not. That would be crazy, but yeah. people have their own preconceived notions. <laughs> I guess some people might think that cosplayers are, I don't know, very like nerdy or introverted, which is sometimes the case. Like sometimes people are a bit introverted, but like not everyone's the same as with any other hobby or like creative sphere. Um, or you would, I don't even know. I've heard, it's again, it's a bit weird because it's from like the, that right wing media sort of thing back home. But it's like, oh, it's uh, connected to the devil or something like this. Like it's, it's not, that's, that's nonsense. <laughs> it's just people making costumes. So, so wait, you said it's not connected to the devil? No, apparently oh. it's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that changed everything. You've been missing out on a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll tell you what my, what are my preconceived, you know, notions before I am. And, you know, don't worry that, that question, no one, no one really knew how to answer that one, but the, 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 I guess the notion that I had um, just based off of people that I had met, which I'm learning is not the case um, that it was basically the opposite of what I've thought kind of a more closed off community of people who are very, very, very into this. And if you don't know everything about this one character or one series that basically people are going to make fun of you, which other people that I've talked about said, no, no, you know, you can dress up as anything you want and have a great time. And we'll, we'll have a, you know, we'll have a, an awesome time together, but I've, you know, I've met people, obviously you've got people from, you know, all, all, all kinds that, that like to, I guess, make it less fun for people. But I was at a, a bizarre local mall downtown during um, the the big gen con they have a, a cosplay store it's, it's just for that month but you know they they're selling costumes and swords and everything else and this one you know person that was going to the convention was you know interested in a sword and like the 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 guy who was behind the counter basically was like almost acting like he was nuts for not knowing everything already about this sword so it was just like dang that's really yeah. strange that you act that way but um, I think I, I would be lying if I said I don't know what you mean. Um, but every time I've experienced something like that, it's not come from cosplayers. It's come from other attendees, let's say, mm. at a con. I've noticed sometimes, for example, when I'm wearing a critical role cosplay, um, I would be ask these sort of bizarro questions by some of the people who want to take pictures with me say oh what do you think about this and this and this almost like they're quizzing me on the actual content of the series mm -hmm. um which i mean you can i've seen it sure ask me but like is that really the most important thing isn't it more important that i'm really enjoying my time being this character and i'm making you happy as well making everyone else happy at this convention so yeah i guess this sentiment does exist like the gatekeeping sort of oh you need to be I'm super informed about every aspect of this piece of media to enjoy it, but most people aren't like that. There's some, but especially with cosplayers, I wouldn't say that many people are like that. Right, right. So if we could, let's talk about your, your future in, in cosplay. Um, is it something that you, you plan on continuing? And obviously you're about ready to graduate. You're hopefully at some point you're going to have a, you know, a, a real job is that going to mean that you you've got even more disposable income to do awesome cosplay things or are you going to have to put it all in the closet oh hopefully <laughs> i will have the disposable income to keep doing it i don't plan on stopping anytime soon um as long as it brings me joy um i sometimes see there was this viral video of this very very old grandma from i think hong kong who was probably 70 something years old and she was like in a Chun-Li cosplay and she was having the best time. So I want to be that woman. I want to be what 70 something enjoying my time at a convention dressed as a, as a grandma character. And I am kind of looking forward to like becoming older and kind of growing into some characters that would look a bit weird on me now. So like older characters. So there's that to look forward to as well. Um, I, I don't plan on stopping unless I absolutely cannot afford it or something else happens that I cannot so if we could, uh, I want to kind of be cognizant of your time. I know you're a busy student. So just tell us uh, how we can, can connect with you should, should someone hear this and, and want to follow your Instagram or, or anything else, just any, anything that you want to throw out there. Um, I am at Idol Sasha on pretty much everything. That's Idol as in 
not doing much with their time, <laughs> not idolizing, like, oh, this idol, I love them. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, sure, connect with me if you, if you feel so inclined. I would love to get in touch with more people. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your time. It's been great to talk with you, great to kind of hear the perspective from, from someone that's, uh, you know, from, I guess, the, the European scene, because I haven't spoke to someone um, in, in that, so I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was a very fun conversation. And that was my interview with both Chidori Sauer and Idol Sasha. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, you know, like I said at the very beginning, it's just something that I've I've always thought, you know, I'd like to hear a little bit more about why um, you know, why these people are, you know, in in Indianapolis downtown and, and all dressed up in these cool costumes. Um, you know, there's there's perceptions that sometimes you know with, with anything that there's people who take it very 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 seriously and and kind of close things off to to people who don't know a lot about it that's kind of what i was wondering uh, whether it was you know something super serious and, and hard to uh, become part of i don't think that's the case from talking to to uh both um Allie and and alexandria i think that it's a, a really it's a cool community it's something that a lot of people are able to do um and and kind of come together and uh and and do something that they're all passionate about whether it's on the same um you know characters and and storyline type things uh same games um or or whether it's just all doing cosplay so i think it is a, a cool thing um i hope you did enjoy it like i said you know i i plan to bring other i guess professions and hobbies and, and things like that i want to kind of cover it from more than one um perspective so when i do things like this uh, probably will be more than one person i hope you like that format it's it's a new thing um you know for this podcast but i think it's good to to kind of cover it in more perspectives whether it's you know people doing the same thing in different countries or whether it's people on the same hobby but doing different you know kind of different spectrums of the hobby um but I really enjoyed learning more about cosplay. Um, I've, I've got a, definitely a deeper appreciation for it. Should you be interested in seeing more um, from both Chidori Sour or Idol Sasha, please do check out their, their excuse me, their Instagrams. Um, it, it was just a, a pleasure. Um, thanks for being here. Hope to see you next time. And take it away, Chris. This has been Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next time where we will interview another amazing guest who is sure to make you laugh or make you think, or hey, maybe even both. But until then, keep being awesome.